Ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to The Nerd Degree, episode 17, Making a Name for Yourself. I'm Brendan, and just a little bit of upcoming news before we start. Next month, October, is going to be our one-year anniversary of The Nerd Degree, and to celebrate, we are doing something that seems kind of a terrible idea, but it's going to be great. I'm going up to Wellington, and I'm going to host an episode up there. At the same time, Ben Allen is going to host a, the regular episode here in Christchurch, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, it's going to be exciting, and you'll hear it here or on the podcast. For now, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Nerd Degree! <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Brendan Bennett. I'm your host, and welcome to The Nerd Degree, Making a Name for Yourself. Tonight, two teams of nerds will compete to have their names elevated to the highest levels of nerdery. So we're going to meet all of our contestants now, uh, starting at this end, and I would like you to introduce yourself with your real name, but I'd also like to know the name that you would have chosen for yourself when you were eight years old. Uh, hi everyone, I'm Ben Allen. Um, I know when I was eight, it's going back a long way, but I remember, I remember I was a little bit older than that, uh, Terrorhawks. The program yep. Terror Hooks, the Jerry Anderson puppet show. Um, the the lead um, uh, ball robot was called Zero. That was his name. It was just Zero. I remember thinking it was a really cool game. It was a cool name. Um, like early nihilist no, no tendencies maybe or something. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Zero. Zero. Zero, yeah. <laughs> Next. Uh, hi, I'm Karen Healy. Um, and when I was eight, I was absolutely obsessed with like the children's versions of Arthurian legend, which cut out all the sexy incest. Um, so I would, when I was eight, have named myself Lady Talisian Fireheart. <laughs> um, that's excellent. So Ben and Karen, uh, your team name I'm going to assign to you. Now the team name is going to be a clue later on, so you can think Ooh. about it and try and work out what it means. <laughs> okay. uh, your team name is Swindly Lint. <laughs> Well, that's obvious. Team oh, really. Swindly yeah. Lint. Swindly Lint. Oh, got this one. Okay, now moving over to this side. Right, well, my name is Jeff Clark, and uh, when I was eight and up until pretty recently, uh, I would have changed only my first name to Kent. <laughs> and it was actually a serious contender for my son's name for a while. <laughs> I, I'm still regretting I lost that battle. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, my name is Henry Nellis, and I don't know about when I was eight, but when I was four, I saw an episode of Barney, and it was health-themed, and one of the kids, Derek, became a doctor, and so then I loved that and named myself Dr. Derek Henry, because um, <laughs> complete sense, and I would introduce people um, uh, using that name, introduce myself to people. All right, well, Henry and Jeff, you are going to be Team Infinite Grover. Infinite Grover, right? Awesome. Again, hopefully that will make some sense later on. Uh, we have one more person who's going to be helping us. We're lucky enough to be joined by Dr. Aaron Harrington, who is, of course, as you know, an expert in the study of names known as onomastics and etymology. Erin, are you ready? Yes, I am, Brendan. Tonight I will be your onomasticator. <laughs> Erin will be providing helpful facts throughout the night, as well as keeping track of the scores and finding out who wins at the end. But it's time for us to get into our first round. This is the nerdly news round, where you will have to answer questions of a nerdly nature that uh, are in the news recently. So, first of all, to decide who goes first, roll for initiative. 18. 
Eleven. Ha! Yeah. Swindly Lynch. <laughs> this question is for you. You just named them that so you could say the name over and over again. <laughs> you've you've broken the code. <laughs> Swindly Lynch. <laughs> Swindly Lynch. Why should you be worried that your robot is being unfaithful? Well, this. Oh, because of Ashley Madison. Ding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it turns out that although there was a massive, like, gender imbalance on the site where you go to be unfaithful anyway, um, it turns out that of the apparently 100,000 or so profiles for women, only about 1,500 of them might have been actual real women, and the rest were either invented profiles or robots. What? Yeah. So the guys are just talking, talking to robots. Talking to each other or oh robots. Oh my god. This in, the, the entire time, most guys would never have actually come in contact with an actual human <laughs> female. Um, Super sad. Which is why they were on the internet. <laughs> Super sad. But, but I mean, what do they do? Like, they must have been, what do they do when they create these meetups or whatever? Like, get to the actually having an affair? Do you actually go out and like. And the, the robot says, sorry, I just missed you again or something. Uh, uh, the, so people are just. This is based on the kind of the code that people have. Um, Looked at, and mm. it seems that after a certain point of robot conversation, the the name then gets passed on to an actual person <laughs> or a uh, professional. Um, oh right! Wow! So it's like the Dread Pirate Roberts, only <laughs> unfaithfulness. Yes, exactly like uh, that. Faithfulness, he spoke of. You're enduring faithfulness. <laughs> Any idea how many bots were on AshleyMadison.com? Over ten thousand. Seventy thousand. Wow! Seventy thousand bots. Um, to about 1,000 actual women. Um, <laughs> you would have thought they could have had a sense of humour about it and made it 69,000. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, well done, Swindley Lint. The next question is for Infinite Grover. Why do people think that a man who walked on the moon has his head up Uranus? Oh. Um. Did they fire the remains of Neil Armstrong into space? <laughs> Is that what happened? Did they launch him in a torpedo tube and, like, he possibly crashed on Uranus? Why and Uranus? Like, lying there, oh, like Spock, oh. waiting to be reborn? Or it wasn't, like, him, but didn't they see, like, a, a bit of his blood or his DNA or something? In a... That may be true. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the answer. This, oh. is a, this is a reference to the sixth man to walk on the moon, oh. Edgar Mitchell. Oh, Edgar the Mitchell. sixth man, mm. Edgar ah, Mitchell. The, well, no, James Dre is the sixth man to walk on the moon. I, I only remember <laughs> yes. the first five. That's right. <laughs> and they are... <laughs> Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and three other Michael guys. Michael Collins. <laughs> Michael Collins. Did, my, I, did Michael Collins oh, well, get off the ship? But he, he, you know, he won the Irish no, Revolution. No, he didn't. And no. then he got... <laughs> <laughs> He won the Irish yeah, Revolution. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so um, this is so the, uh, in the Mirror Online recently, they released a, an interview with Edgar Mitchell, the sixth man to walk on the moon, who claims that uh, UFOs uh, intercepted nuclear weapons during the Cold War and thus prevented uh, a nuclear holocaust. That's actually quite a kind alien conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, normally they're not that benign. They're usually, you know, like they're they're all out. But to we do should this. we should be taking this seriously, right? If Edgar Mitchell, uh, he went to the moon. He would know about aliens. Yeah, he's been there. Been. What, what has that got to do with Uranus? I was making a space pun, I guess. <laughs> People thought he was talking out his ass. Oh, and, uh, I see. It's also a planet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as kind of a background check on this, um, they talked to a former military defence UFO researcher um, about this claim, and he said... Given that the universe is around 14 billion years old, if we've been being visited, it's unlikely we're dealing with a civilization just a few hundred years ahead of us. So stories of aliens managing to disrupt a few of our weapons tests are far-fetched. 
Chances are, they'd be millions of years ahead of us and could do anything they wanted to. That's reassuring. So, yeah. Oh, it's good to know. So, Maybe they are, right now. Yeah. And, and what they want to do is... Have this podcast. <laughs> yeah. this is We're playing right into their plan. Yeah. yeah. No points for anyone. No, fair enough. Yeah. Swindley Lint. <laughs> Why might we soon be asking one of TV's most beloved neighbours to turn that racket down? Because currently it's just too loud. <laughs> too loud. Um, TV's most beloved neighbours. Wrong neighbour. Uh, wrong neighbour. Um, not everybody loves good neighbours. Um, I don't know. Wilson. Wilson from Home Improvement. He was sure. a beloved neighbour. Erin, do we have this queued up? Uh, I think we do. Ooh. Here's a, an audio cue. Any ideas? This isn't like a Paul Holmes records the CD type of affair, is it? Like some kind of. This is a this is a song called "All That Is Left," uh, and it's a tribute to uh, one of the world's most famous left-handers. Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders. <laughs> Ned Flanders. Oh, yes. Oh, they're playing oh, the front band, the punk band, band, the punk band. Oh, yeah, cool, so they're, cool, a metal, cool. they're a metal band and they all look like they're, they're all... They wear the green they're, sweater. They're Flanders-themed. Yes. And uh, yes. I'll give you one point. I'll give you extra points if you can tell me the name of the band. Oh. Uh, Oakley something Lee. <laughs> Jeff? Oakley, Dokley, Dokley. Just O'Killy. Yeah, O'Killy, O'Killy. O'Killy, yes. Heavily mentally. They describe themselves as the first needle band. Heavy needle. Yeah. Are these songs actually Ned Flanders? All of their songs are made up almost entirely of Ned Flanders quotes. Wow. So you can check them out on Bandcamp. You know, if you've got a gimmick and you just take it all the way. Yeah, you've got to respect their commitment to the bit. I'll give bonus points to anyone who could suggest any other Simpsons band names. Well, there'd be Doe Chisel. Barney's Blues. Yep. El Barto. Sorry? El Barto. El Barto. Wasn't that a genuine, like, the Bartman was... The Bartman. Well, there was the Bartman, but El Barto was the name he used when he was doing graffiti. Uh, that was specific, Jeff. Well oh, Satan's Little Helper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good That is actually pretty good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next point. This uh, is for Infinite Grover. Mm. Uh, the most popular name in the US last year. Uh, for boys, it was Noah. For girls, it was Emma. But uh, what is the name that has just entered the top 1,000 list oh, that you might you make you say a long, drawn-out okay. no? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Renee Ismay? Renee Ismay? <laughs> Renee Ismay, the, 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 the Twilight... The Twilight name. The Twilight baby? Oh, no. No, Ben. It's Anakin. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Oh, ah, got no. top, yeah. Anakin yeah. as yeah, in Anakin Skywalker right. later to be Darth and Vader. Have those parents, like, not watched the films? <laughs> Why would you... It's gone through its 2015 they, Renee. They watched the first they've two. Only, yeah, they've only watched the first two. <laughs> they watched the first two, and, like, they just assume, oh, the first one, and just assume that he turns out to be a good kid. And just, like... 218 newborns oh, named Anakin. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, that's... What about... Okay, what's the 755th most popular girl's name? Leia. So also, uh, so Leia is five hundred and nine. Wow! Really? Wow! Um, wow! Yep. Right. Luke twenty-eight. Okay. I, I don't I think, think it's about Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not Galadriel, is it? 
Uh, you're in the you're Alan? in the right area, although it's uh, something on TV. Oh, oh Khaleesi. 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 That's right, Henry Khaleesi. That's not even a name. It's an honorific. No, but lots of <laughs> lots of people are called like queen or princess. So why not? Yeah. Um, we say lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> how many people have you met named princess? Well, how many people have you met named Anakin? Well, not many. But, <laughs> well, but give it a few more years and you will. <laughs> um, yeah, Khaleesi, I think it's a big risk because, you know, the show's not over yet. The books What's aren't finished happen? yet. What if she turns out to be horrible? <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's see, at 990, Leonidas. Okay. Wow. From, from, from 300? Yes. Wow. Yes, King Leonidas. Uh, any other good uh, pop culture names you think babies should be named after? Um, Jeff, of course, you've made use of a couple of these with your actual children. I have, yes. <laughs> um, I named my son Toby um, after the child from the labyrinth. Begging for him to be stolen by goblins. Come on. If he, if he was stolen by David Bowie, I would wave goodbye happily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my daughter is named Gwen after um, Gwen Stacy uh, from Spider-Man and also uh, Gwen from uh, Torchwood, although she's not going to be allowed to watch that show ever. Right. Um, Spawn would be an obvious one. Spawn. <laughs> Spawn. <laughs> this is my child, Spawn. This is my Spawn. <laughs> my young Spawn. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's lovely. Um, okay, uh, so this next question uh, is for uh, Swindley Lint. Mm. Now, I'm going to give you a, a, a... What do these uh, have in common? Man meet colon... Dr. Jocko Zifferblatt, <laughs> Cherry's Waffle Tennis, uh, Infinite Grover, <laughs> Swindley Lint, and Dr. Electron Kabubu. Kabubu. Are they all YouTube channel names? They're not. No, oh. they're not YouTube are channel the, names. Are there other teams playing in a kind of infinite universe podcast simultaneously? We're two of them, obviously, Swindley Lint <laughs> and Infinite Grover. And like Dr. Kabubu is. One dimension over? No. Um, these, these are all people's actual names. Wow. Uh, from last year's Name of the Year competition, uh, as found on nameoftheyear.com. Uh, the final round, <laughs> in second place, Lancelot Super Sad Junior. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, Lancelot Super Sad Senior was, loved the name so much. Um, but the winner was a, a woman uh, from Idaho who made headlines after her arrest for burglary. Her name is... Amanda Miranda Panda. Oh, wow. I would turn to crime also. Yeah. So, so thank goodness. I mean, New Zealand has, has had people attempt to give horrible names to their children. There was obviously there was the parents who tried to call their daughter Tallulah does the hula in Hawaii or something like that. No, no, yes. the worst ones were ones that were like advertising. Benson and yes. Hedges, yes, the twins. That's right, yeah. Didn't, didn't someone try to name their child Adolf Hitler? And just said they liked the name. Yeah, <laughs> so that was, that was in America. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adolf Hitler Campbell yes. uh, was, was his name. And, um, yeah, the, the father was just trying to rehabilitate the name he, he claimed. <laughs> yeah. Although this, this was somewhat undercut when the daughter um, was sent to school sometimes with white power written on her forehead. Right. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Fun story. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to the end of the nerdly news. Let's go over to Erin for a fact. A fact, and, and Brendan. A fact, Brendan. Brendan, did you know that your name comes from both the Welsh word for prince and some kind of word for smelly hair? <laughs> smelly hair. Smelly, smelly hair. hair. Smelly hair. 
Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome. Should we be concerned about that beard that you've got going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got the name. The, co- the scores currently sit at uh, Infinite Grover on four, but Swindley lint- linting ahead with eight. <laughs> Let's have a round of applause. Yay! Swindley lint. Okay. This is so much better now that I know that Swindley Lynn is actually someone's The actual person's name. I just like Infinite Grover. (laughs) Near, far, 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 far. Here's a couple more names from the list. Uh, Dent McSkimming. Yeah. And Andromeda Dunker. Oh, that's a great name. Andromeda's a wonderful name. Hey, that's one of J.K. Rowling's um, characters was Andromeda. Nymphadora's mother. Andromeda. Half of these do sound like Harry Potter names. They do. Speaking of which, it's time for my favourite round, Bad for Your Elf. Bad for Your Elf. Ooh, Bad for Your Elf. Yes, uh, in this Uh, round, uh, Team Swindley Lint will be given a list of names. In this case, the names are characters from the Mad Max franchise. (laughs) So everyone knows characters like Max Rokotansky, Imperator Furiosa, and the Doof Warrior. But uh, I have some of the uh, other character names. So, Swindley Lint, your job is to read out names from this list or substitute in fake ones. <laughs> Infinite Grover, you have to guess if they are real names or fake names. Okay. If okay. you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, they get a point. Oh, okay. okay. So, Swindley Lint, start us off. Stank gum. True. Damn it. Yes, Stank gum <laughs> is a real character name. The organic mechanic. Oh, I could, I could believe that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. believable. Yeah. It's plausible. But is it, or is it too plausible? No, it's, it's plausible. <laughs> <laughs> I need a decision. Yes. Okay, okay, it's true. It is true. Yeah, that's the name of the uh, doctor. Yeah, uh, it's the organic mechanic. Yeah. As opposed to the robot mechanic, who's actually on Ashley Madison right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, celebrated Rose. Oh, that sounds too happy. Yeah, no. Yeah, false. No. It is false. Uh, toast the knowing. <laughs> toast the knowing. <laughs> no. No, not true. Toast, like, toast, the, true. toast the knowing is one of the, um, one of the wives. She's fabulous. She's the one who keeps count of the bullets in the, in the rifle. Uh, I love it. Next name. Uh, Tonton Tattoo. Well, Tonton, Tonton that's the, uh, yeah, no, that's false. Bye. Tonton Tattoo is a real character. Really? Oh. Yes. Wow. All right. Two more. All right. The Chrome God. The Chrome God? The Chrome God. Chrome God. The Chrome God. It's a way oh, more, no, no, that's someone they refer to. I don't think that's actually anyone who actually... Oh, but does it, does it count? Like, it's still on the... It's still a name. Are, are religious figures included in this list? Uh, yes. Okay, oh, then, yes. Yeah, yeah. True. I made that up. Ah. <laughs> like all religions. <laughs> um, Bear Claw Mohawk. Bear Claw Mohawk. No, no false. false. Bear Claw Mohawk is a real character. <laughs> as is Cheeto the Fragile, Scabarus Scrotus, and Rictus Erectus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, that's the end of the Bad for Your Elf round. Erin. Update us on the scores. (laughs) Hello, Brendan. Did you know, firstly, a name fact? Did you know that the name Ben means son of the right hand? I did know that. But to my knowledge, most sons of the right hand, they're not born at all. (laughs) 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 The latest (laughs) round... 
The latest round hasn't really made much difference to the scores. Infinite Grover are now on seven, and Swindley Lint are on 11. Yeah. Swindley Lint. <laughs> All right, now quickly, a question. This is for either team. What do Nathan Fillion and Neil Patrick Harris have in common? The, the musical, the, the one that they did together with the hammer and the horse and that... Are you performing it right yes. now? Yes! Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Musical! Yeah, Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Blog. That is true, although that's not the answer I'm looking for. All right. Uh, the answer I'm looking for is that they are both uh, the two favourite actors of one of our listeners, Morgan, uh, oh. who's having a birthday oh. at the moment. So, um... This next part is going to be a tribute to her. Oh, just now, she, she listens to the Nerd Degree while she is in the lab studying fat cells. So I, I thought I would make um, some jokes about the fat cell, um, but I thought that that would be unkind to Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> that's obscure. <laughs> so obscure. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I trade in. Yes, yep. the cell from the year 2000. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, actually, I was, I was researching this, the cell, for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, from the trivia section, Jennifer Lopez wanted the costumes to be comfortable to wear. The costume designer advised Lopez to feel uncomfortable because her character, Catherine, is tortured. Which is another way of saying the costume designer couldn't be bothered making the costumes <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> there was also, I found, a mistake in the IMDb trivia. Mm -hmm. uh, it says that this was the last time Jennifer Lopez would star in a sci-fi horror motion picture. But this ignores the fact that just two years later she starred in Made in Manhattan. <laughs> so there you go, Morgan. You get jokes from a film you've never seen that came out when you were five. <laughs> but in tribute to that, in the, our next round, the fan fiction round, Jeff and Henry, I would like you to compose some original fan fiction that combines uh, the meeting of Nathan Fillion and Neil Patrick Harris. Um, if you can bring in any of their characters, right, that would okay. be uh, a bonus. Okay. Our story opens at the most obvious place for these two characters to meet, a convention. Both have been scheduled to appear in the Grand Hall, and um, the two of them are, head for, uh, are booked in the same dressing room at the same time. Uh, they're both uh, avid, avid cosplayers. They, they like, really like to get into the kind of mm. whole convention kind of, kind of swing of it. And, uh, mm. well, Neil Patrick Harris, he dresses up as if he was on Firefly, and, well... Nathan Fillion, he dresses up as, as Barney and comes in with a whole lot of ladies. <laughs> but he's wearing like a doctor's outfit as well. <laughs> he's trying to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris looks Nathan Fillion up and down and says, Hello, Captain Tight Pants. <laughs> and Nathan Fillion replies with, They just got a little tighter. <laughs> I think that's about it, really. They just have sex then, don't they? <laughs> oh, thanks for the spoiler here. Yeah. Jeez. Right there and then. <laughs> or, thank you for that. That was erotic. Um, yeah. erotic. <laughs> it was the slow Can, I, can that. I offer some concrete? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I'm going to give that one kudos. Um, but also, it was really hot how you built up the tension. But I want a little more description of the penises. Yeah, sorry, we got a little carried yeah. away and, and, and finished it too early. It's the first time, first time this happened to us. <laughs> As a son of the right hand, I understand your problem. <laughs> ben and Karen, you get a you get a chance to uh, prove your stuff now. I would like to see some fan fiction, uh, and given that uh, our show is themed around names, this is going to be a meeting between he who must not be named and the man with no name. <laughs> 
Okay. So Voldemort and Clint Eastwood from the uh, Dollars <laughs> Trilogy. All right. In a dusty Montanan town masquerading as New Mexico, a man struts down the, the streets, his shadow long before him, the, the clatter of his spurs harsh against the road. As he strode down the main street, he was confronted by a group of figures in cloaks. Rather hot for this weather. This is a Death Eater town, <laughs> they said. <laughs> you can't come riding in here. Who says so, says the man with no name. Before staring at them for two minutes without saying anything. <laughs> Squinting. Squinting intensely. <laughs> You'll have to deal with our boss, the Death Eaters said, scurrying away on their broomsticks. But not playing Quidditch, because they don't go in for that kind of thing in the Death Eater side. It's too fun. It's too fun. <laughs> so they called the superior commander, the man who lorded over the small town and indeed much of the eastern seaboard. <laughs> the man who of New Mexico. Of New Mexico. <laughs> the eastern seaboard of New Mexico. <laughs> <clears throat> he strode into the centre of the town, the high noon shadow, casting a, a long, another long shadow, except not on his nose. Because there was no, sh no shadow at all there. <laughs> what brings you here to my town, little man? He said. <laughs> the man with no name spat contemplatively into the dust, squinted at the sun, shrugged a little, and stepped back ten paces. I'm looking for some quality cock, he said. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I thought I'd just go with Henry's thing. I was waiting just for it. straight to the chase and just what? like... Have bam, sex already. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. And then they had sex. And then they had sex. <laughs> Yay. You guys are so terrible at this. <laughs> we had a perfect showdown. Oh, well, you know. do, we have the, do we have the Voldemort sound effect? A, he's alone, not a fighter. <laughs> I, I just keep hearing the Voldemort sound effect every time you tell us, which was in a previous Voldemort's episode. laugh. Yeah, the... <laughs> <laughs> Still haunts my nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to give the points to Swindley Lint on that one, oh. but but not many. Erin, uh, over to you. I liked the shootout at the end. It was. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you read Harry Potter and you replace every mention of the word wand with the word wang, it turns into a really interesting book. It's mm. things, particularly when um, Harry's training. To, to release his patronus because yeah. it's all things like he gripped his wang tightly and out trickled a silvery substance. Mm. <laughs> Expelliarmus. <laughs> and at the end, I guess it's like, who's the real master of the wang? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Draco had it. <laughs> I feel pain for Ron when he broke his wang. <laughs> <laughs> his wang is snapped. Yeah. Oh, no. And then Harry, the spells go oh. funny. <laughs> and of course, Dumbledore had the elder wang. <laughs> Until Draco disarmed him. <laughs> oh boy. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that the name Karen comes from Catherine, which in turn comes from pure and torture? <laughs> that was going That's so accurate. Well. The, the current scores are Infinite Grover are on nine, but Swindley Lint keeps swindling with 16. Oh, wow. Swindley Lint. Okay, let's get serious. Come on, Infinite Grover. It's time to, time to make things up. Yes, yeah. we can. We'll try to well, slither you... ahead. See, that was a that was a Nathan Fillion film we could have used. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Where was that? Sorry. <laughs> okay, so uh, where was Castle? Oh, they could have gone to White Castle. 
that was with Neil Patrick Harris I'm playing still, Neil Patrick Harris. I'm sorry, Jeff. Still, <laughs> gonna be Did angry. Get in the game. <laughs> You'll be able to read Jeff's finished fan fiction tonight <laughs> when he uploads it onto uh, the Wattpad. <laughs> now this next round is called What's in a Name? I will be reading out the uh, Latin names of uh, various uh, insects uh, that have been named after celebrities. I want you to guess what celebrity it's named after and the reason why. <laughs> okay. So to give you an example, Agris Watsonegri is named after Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's named in reference to the markedly developed bicep-like middle femora of the males of the species, reminiscent of the actor's physique. Okay, so, uh, just ring in if you have an idea. <laughs> that we've made up. What, you may have a deep scientific knowledge that I don't know about. <laughs> Campsick Nemus, Charlie Chaplin I. <laughs> Jeff. Well, it's obviously named after Charlie Chaplin. And it's an insect that um, is is silent. It moves silently up, but it's it's adorable. And it's a, a little tramp because it hangs out in uh, rubbish bins. And it has a tiny little Hitler moustache. <laughs> yes. No, yes. It's, you're, it's a fly. Um, yeah. It's a fly that dies with its mid-legs in a bandy-legged position. <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscent, apparently, of Charlie Chaplin. Don't all flies die with their legs in a bandy-legged posi- position? Like, just curled up or...? Well, obviously this was exceptionally so. Right. Very Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> you know yeah. when he would always die at the end of his That's films right. with his <laughs> line of legs, legs curled up. The next one, Skeptia Beyoncé. Oh well, okay. This is a butterfly, a beautiful queen-like mm. butterfly with an expanded thorax. Yeah, and it shakes it uh, during the mating yes, dance, exactly. like like. And the other butterflies are just not ready for this jelly. Uh, they're just not. The, and yeah. that's not bad. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a horsefly, and it's named after the singer and actress because of its striking golden behind. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So there you go. Uh, okay, Agra Liv. Well, it's named after Liv Tyler, and I believe it is named after Liv Tyler because it's a very large mouth. What, that's, what a, is a, that's a that's a reasonable guess. Mm. Uh, it's is, it's. Is it named after uh, Liv Tyler because it's a direct descendant of Steven Tyler, the frontman of Aerosmith? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lizard. And then, uh, it is a beetle, and uh, to, uh, quote, uh, quoting the person who named it, the existence of this species is dependent upon the rainforest not undergoing an Armageddon. Oh. oh yes, I respect that. So, that's great. That's a, great a bit part. of a stretch. Um, yep. That's my favourite stupid disaster oh, movie. Oh, and and they're saying that they're protected. So if you want them, come and claim them. Oh, oh that's good. I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> Thank you. Agra Kate Woods Lite. That's a bee because Agra's a bees. I think. Think I may be wrong. Um, so Kate Winslette. Uh, uh, Researchers like to draw it naked. Yes. Uh, they, like they, one they, of their they, French beetles. They, yeah. they, the bee lies back, and they get out their sketch pad, and they just make a little recording. It has it. It has a, a, a distinctive like choker heart of the sea marking on it. I, I would say that this is obviously named by the same guy who named uh, the Liv Tyler beetle. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Because uh, if you rip its head out off, its heart will go on <laughs> <laughs> for some time afterwards. Or when it mates, it lures its ma- it lures the male to Arctic waters and then just leaves it. Doesn't it leaves go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It wants room on the flower for itself, so it just, put, it just pushes it off. Here is the oh. reason. This, it, be- this beetle, 
Oh, go, okay, dear. Oh, I was just <laughs> going to say, does, does it kill its parents with a brick in a stocking? <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that. <laughs> Please. Kate Winslet's character did not go down with the ship, but we will not be able to say the same for this elegant, elegant canopy species if all the rainforest is converted <laughs> to pastures. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's hammering, he's hammering this the scene there. It's a really long walk. This, this, this guy's yeah. got a... I, I respect that, that kind of <laughs> yeah. commitment. It makes you laugh, but it makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, final one. Metallic Newman, Neurospastacus. Oh. Neurospastacus. Metallic Newman, Neurospastacus. Is it named after Newman from Seinfeld? And it's like a really annoying insect that the other insects would just wish would go away and it just keeps popping into their, their hives. And Does like, it smell bad? I mean, he oh. always, like, I always felt that he would smell bad. I, d- I can't comment on that. It's not named after Newman. Oh. Is it named after Gary Newman? And uh, it's, it, it only lives in cars. In cars. <laughs> Is it named after Randy Newman and it sings the same song to Toy Story? It narrates everything it does through song. Buzzing through the window, going down the stairs. <laughs> the important part is actually the first part of uh, Metallic Newman. Oh, oh, it's named after the band Metallica. Named after Metallica. Yes. yes. It hates it when people rip off its music on Napster. Yeah, <laughs> and then it cut off all its hair. It's some kind of monster. Well, you're, you're <laughs> really on the track. Neurospastarchus is Greek for ruler of puppets um, and oh. alludes to the weak and mindless nature of the hosts for this parasitic wasp. <laughs> uh, so it's a reference to the album Master of Puppets. It does, oh. it does sound like Greek food, doesn't it? Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like a moth because it like only came out at night. Exit light. Enter night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of that round. Erin, over to you. Oh, did you know that the name Jeffrey has two parts to it? The second part, the free or Fred part, comes from peace. The first part comes from one of three things, territory, foreign or hostage. So much like being the parent of small children. <laughs> <laughs> Swindley Linter on 20 and Infinite Grover are still trailing on 16. Ooh, but they're making right. Swindley Lint, everyone. We now come to our final round. This round is called If Election Persists. <laughs> In this round, each of the teams will be speaking on the behalf of some potential political figure arguing why they should be elected. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Infinite Grover, you are significantly behind. Wait, so not as bad as the Beyonce bug, but yeah. <laughs> Extra point. <laughs> Damn it! So you are going to be uh, arguing, uh, campaigning in favour of Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt, <laughs> absolutely. Right. Swindley Lint, you'll be arguing for the Apes from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so each team will have sixty seconds to argue their case, up to thirty seconds to rebut, and then time for a closing statement. Then the audience will des- decide who they are going to vote for. <laughs> So, uh, let's see. Infinite Grover, your minute goes first, arguing for Jabba the Hutt. Go. Jabba the Hutt, um, he's, a, he's a wonderful father figure. Um, he just, just the, 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 the pure kind of physique of him just mm. screams kind of comfort, something you can kind of hold on to. And I think, I think you can kind of put your trust in, in something that you can cuddle. You have to understand that Jabba is a respected member of the business community. He's a self-made man. And while he does have some controversial views on uh, rancors and on slave girls, 
He nonetheless has built a very successful empire. You cannot fault him on that. Who amongst us does not want to go on his many, many pleasure barges? And um, he has guaranteed that he will stop any illegal immigrants by feeding them to the Sarlacc. Mm. And um, he, he, that is his real hair. We just want to make sure that everyone knows that that is his real hair <laughs> on his head. Vote Java. The logical choice. Make Tatooine great again. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Infinite Grover. <clears throat> Swindley Lint. Well, before we get started, I'd just like to say that Jabba had one pleasure barge and Luke blew it the hell up. But besides the Jabba platform... We need to uh, be aware of the fact that uh, this is the green option, obviously. The world is collapsing. We've got to get alternative energy sources. We've got to get humans and their fiddly hands and their coal mining out of the way. That's right. Humans are doing a terrible job of running the planet. And what happened to the dream of a banana in every home, okay? Mm -hmm. The platform that is going to bring a banana to the children that want a banana is the ape platform. And I mean that literally. Apes will be on platforms. <laughs> throwing <laughs> bananas. Throwing bananas and other things as well. And that, we, that's what we deserve as human beings because we're running the planet to the ground. Let's hand it down to the next evolutionary level, someone that can live more in sustainability with the natural environment. As humans supplanted the Neanderthal, apes will supplant us. Vote for ape. All right. Thank you very much. Now you have a 30 seconds for rebuttal. Mm. Well, I'm sorry, but the, 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 they just want to create a new banana republic. Mm. And that's, that's, that's controversial thinking. I don't support it at all. No, the, the um, kind of the, the almost anarchist lifestyle that you're promoting. I mean, the job of the hut is, is totally for um, you know, law and order. He, yes. he, he even, he'll put people in carbonite and, and send them right where they belong. And, and most importantly, he cannot be affected by Jedi mind tricks. Do you want a puppet or a man who is going to get things done? Mm. All right, thank you. <laughs> and a response. Well, that's the, just the sort of aggression that we expect from our uh, far side of the law candidate over there. They talk about Jedi. We live in the real world where Darth Vader has all but wiped out the Jedi. They're not a concern. <laughs> you want to focus on apes because we don't, we're not concerned about the law and order of Jabba the Hutt criminal mastermind. It's about society <laughs> and community. Community, picking ticks off one another and eating them. Who were you? Would Jabba bother with that? No, he's no. just going to sit there stuffing frogs into his mouth. He's the 1%. He wants you to groom him. Come join us where we groom each other. That's right. All right, very nicely put. Uh, closing statements from each team. Join Jabba in the hut. There's room for all. <laughs> the only good hut is Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Don't vote for Jabba. Quit monkeying around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I would like you to uh, applaud for the, uh, the character that you would vote for in this election. Do you think it should be the apes? Or should it be Jabba the Hutt? I'm going to have to give that one to Jabba the Hutt. Oh, we don't. All right, while Erin adds up the final scores, I'll go to each of you for a recommendation. Oh. Just something that you like or uh, think other people would like. Starting with you, Ben. Yes, I've just started watching a program called Rick and Morty, which has been around for a while, and uh, I'd, I'd sort of heard of it and uh, started watching it very recently and found it to be absolutely hilarious. Uh, it's from Dan Harmon, uh, who's one of the creators who's behind Community and so on. It's an animated show about a uh, mad scientist granddad and his grandchild and their wacky adventures, and it's very funny. Hmm. 
Um, I would like to recommend a, because I'd like to spread the pain, something called Kitten's Game, which if you type into your search browser will turn up and then you will lose about five hours as you build a kitten civilization by collecting catnip and turning it into various things. Right now, mine have just discovered theology and are worshipping the sun god ceiling cat. <laughs> All right, uh, I'd like to recommend The No Degree. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or go to our website, nodegree.com. I would like to recommend uh, The Shepherd's Crown, which is by Terry Pratchett. It's his last novel. Uh, sadly, he passed away earlier this year. It's also the last Tiffany Aching novel, one of his best characters. It's, uh, it's about a, a young witch. It's the fourth in a series, but as with most Terry Pratchett books, you can pick it up and enjoy it. It was a very bittersweet moment when I read the last few pages. Um, I am a bit behind the eight ball on this one, but I would like to recommend Settlers of Catan, or uh, Catan <laughs> as it's now known. Um, I played it for the first time over the weekend and loved the hell out of it, so I recommend that you all uh, play it as well. Welcome to board games, Henry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, it's time to hear our final scores. Erin. Firstly, did you know that the name Henry means home ruler? One who rules their home with an iron fist. Hopefully not the same fist as the son of the right. Oh, God. <laughs> Neil Rusty. <laughs> After much toing and froing, we've come to the monster at the end of this book. Infinite Grover has won 22 points to 20. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, a big round of applause for both of our teams. Thank you very much. That is all the time we have. See you next time.